Hello guys, you're listening to Eye on the Triangle on 88.1 WKNC HD1 Raleigh. I'm Marissa Jordan and here we are going to be doing a interview about the Straw Initiative at NC State. So could you please introduce yourself and tell us about your involvement in hashtag go Strawless. Yeah, um, my name is Kira Laveau and I work at the Waste Reduction Recycling Office at NC State and I'm the president of the Zero Waste Wolves Group and through that um, Waste Reduction and Recycling Office we decided to start the Go Strawless movement, um, kind of inspired by the whole Strawless in Seattle thing. Uh, Strawless at State sounded, has a nice ring to it. So It's very catchy. <laughs> so um, how did you get started working with the Zero Waste Wolf Pack? Um, It was through my internship at the Waste Reduction Recycling Office. I started as their marketing intern, and then it turned more to the business operations. And my boss, Lonnie St. Hill, really wanted to start a group through the office that the office could support. Um, And it's it's been great so far. So she really pushed me and helped me to start the Zero Waste Wolves, and it's been a, a great experience. So this is like your own creation here at State, basically, right? Yeah, with the help of Lani and the other intern before she left, um, wrote helped write the constitution and everything. So, wow, yeah. I did not, I didn't realize that from reading the technician article, which is where I found your name, and you know, actually where I first heard about this whole movement, which is really awesome. So, I mean, what a legacy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Speaking of that technician article, so um, I read that le- article last week, and suddenly I feel like I just see it everywhere. You know what I mean? It's like um, yeah, the Strawless movement is definitely blowing up. Do you have any ideas of like why all of a sudden it's just like super popular? Um, I think people just realize it's such an easy thing that they can do. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's just a straw; they can refuse it or bring their own. Um, people have been doing it with grocery bags for a while now. You know, like reusable grocery bags have been a pretty popular thing and so I feel like straws just kind of followed that just because it's such an easy minor lifestyle change that anyone can make. Um, It doesn't cost a lot of money to even get an alternative to a straw Um, and so I just feel like because it's so easy that's why it caught on so quick and then after you know Starbucks did their whole uh, 2020 straw free um, announcement other companies kind of looked at that and been like wow if they're huge and they can do it I'm sure that we can do it too. That's really awesome to hear that. I was actually just reading that article about um, Starbucks, too, because I guess they're the first big company to go to do that, right? Yeah, um, from what I've heard. And they kind of started with having, like, the sippy cup lids that they mm-hmm. changed to, and people were really excited about that. And then I think they just followed it up with, you know, we're just going to get rid of straws. And I think there's even some talk of McDonald's possibly doing it in the U.K. and maybe moving it to the U.S. So. Awesome. That's so great to hear. Okay, um, so my next question is, Uh, what has NC State done to embrace the change so far that you know of? Um, Well, I know that last semester, Tally switched to all um, compostable cup, lid, and straw. So that was a really big uh, help just because I feel like that's where a lot of students at NC Mm -hmm. State get their food and drink. Um, So just having that compostable option really uh, sparked the the movement at State. And then hopefully um, beginning this semester, this movement will have gotten a lot of traction and students will just kind of adopt this this lifestyle change. I really hope so too because I mean there's been a lot of like talk about it you know 
even if people aren't in direct support of it yet, at least people are talking, in my experience. Exactly. And I know that um, I saw somewhere the other day that people are like, why are they going so crazy? It's just a little straw. What about the big plastic cup mm-hmm. it comes with? I'm like, yeah, that's a good point. But, you know, a lot of the times it's easier to remember a small little straw or even to refuse it because it's not necessary for you to have a straw to drink your mm-hmm. drink, but a cup is still necessary. So unless, you know, you're really mindful and you bring your straw and cup, um, I just, eventually that'll catch on, hopefully, but for now, the straw is just an easy thing. Small steps, you know? Yeah. Um, so, um, just to put this out there, I'm totally on board with this, but I have heard some counter arguments, so I just wanted to bring those up and see what you thought about those. So, yeah. um, I've heard that it, some people say one counter argument is that it puts disabled people in a difficult position. Um, do you have anything that you could suggest about that? Yeah, no, I've definitely heard that argument as well. And I think that, you know, our main thing is to not completely get rid of straws, um, but to get rid of the the plastic straws, Mm because there are other alternatives. Uh, There are, you know, the compostable straws, there are the stainless steel, bamboo, Mm -hmm. glass. I mean, there's so many other options. So just kind of, you know, removing the plastic part of it and having those other alternatives Mm -hmm. available for those people that need them, because that is really important. Um, And, you know, it, it's it's an easy change to make just to buy a different type of straw, um, but that's definitely something that we need to take into consideration. You know, restaurants shouldn't completely ban all straws mm-hmm. because there are some people that do need them. So the proper alternative should always be provided. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And it um, that's an interesting point because you know most of us don't think about like disabled people needing a straw, and it's just it's good to bring to the conversation. Yeah. Um. So. The other one that I, the other big one I'd seen was that why not use compostable straws or recyclable straws or like why can't you recycle straws basically? Um, well, the reason we can't recycle straws is a lot of the time because they're so uh, small and the recycling machines, they slip through the um, conveyor belt mm-hmm. and a lot of the times they can contaminate recycling or they can end up in the landfill anyway because they slip through those small um, cracks and so it's it's just easier for for them not to be recycled. I know in North Carolina, um, it's not accepted in recycling. And if they do end up contaminating the recycle, it it hurts the recycling company because then they have contaminated, um, you know, recycled load bins that they have to sell for a, a discounted rate. Yeah, no, and I, um, you know, some people like using straws. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's not even that they don't, they don't have to give up the straw. They can still use a straw, just one that's not plastic. Because mm-hmm. even when I first hopped on the movement, I was like, you know what? I don't want to buy these uh, like stainless steel, tra- stainless steel straws because it's still, you know, me buying something else that maybe could eventually end up in the landfill once mm-hmm. I stop using them or I lose one. So let me just try and not use a straw for a while. But I realized, you know, even driving, it's hard to, you know, drink out of a water bottle without a straw. So... There are definitely still ways to use straws and be environmentally friendly. Yeah, I would agree. I've also like this year I've been making like a lot of small changes to try and like change, you know, my lifestyle. And that was one of the ones that I was going to do. And it's like I realized that, you know, you get a smoothie and it's like, what do I do now? Because you can't just drink a smoothie without a straw. I've used a spoon (laughs) once, but I definitely felt weird. Yeah. So I just um, ordered my first pack of reusable straws. That's exciting. Yeah, they're honestly not really expensive. I um, bought mine on Amazon and it came with six mm-hmm. and it was only like six fifty or $7. I think that's the exact one I got. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's not really expensive um, and it's, you know, 
just an easy thing. And you, they're even cheaper packs if you don't want six. You know, I'm pretty sure you can mm-hmm. buy two. Or you can buy an even bigger pack if you have, like, a big family or you want to give them out to your friends. Like, that's what I've been doing. That's smart. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because I was thinking a good idea would be, like, keep one in my car, keep one in my purse, in yeah. the backpack. So, like... I definitely do that. Like, no matter where you are, you know, you have no excuse. Yeah, no, because that was one of my biggest problems. That I'd always forget one because I'd keep you know, the other five at my mm-hmm. house, and I just had the one with me, but now I have one in my car, my backpack, my purse, and it's just, it's so much easier, because I don't have that moment of, oh, crap, like, I don't have it with me. You listeners are all getting the insider secrets right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so let's see. So my last main question is, what can the average student do to be a part of the strawless movement? And I guess we kind of just addressed that because we were talking about, you know, getting your own straws. Is there anything else that you would suggest? Um, you know, just, yeah, just being really mindful and trying to remember that your straw does count. I saw something, um, I think it was on Facebook, and it said, it's just one straw, comma, said 8 million people. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while you think like, oh, this tiny piece of plastic, if I, you know, use it every once in a while, it, it doesn't really matter. I, I do think it matters. So just trying to be mindful of the changes that you can have um, and, you know, pushing not only yourself to go strawless, but your friends and family. And you know, the more people that do it, the better it is. Yeah, and even um, sometimes, I know that I've done this a few times, if I ever have an extra straw on me and I'm out with a friend, I just let her use mine at the restaurant also. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look how easy this is. You know, now we're both not using a straw and it didn't take any extra time out of your day. Um, And I know that for me, um, I usually, at the beginning, I did a lot of the times forget to not to, you know, request it without the straw. And I Mm -hmm. think that's something that I'm still having some trouble with, just remembering that and, um, you know, even not being afraid to ask or like giving the straw back. Mm-hmm. Um, and people people don't mind. I mean, usually they know about this now. And I was at a restaurant with my dad last week and I brought my own straw and he saw me and I left the straw on the edge of the table. And he was like, oh, that's awesome. I'm sorry. You know, like I even offered mm-hmm. you a straw. Like, go you. And I was like, thanks, you know. And it's just things like that that, you know, make you feel good about what you're doing. And I mean, like you said earlier, people have been doing this with shopping bags for forever. I switched over last year. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's not really that hard to remember your shopping bag, so it's yeah, just keep it in your car. <laughs> yep. Just keeping everything, I guess, in a you know, easy and accessible place. That's the that's my key to success so far. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And you know, buying. I'm glad you said that because buying that six pack and just keeping one in all mm-hmm. of the locations, um, like car, backpack, purse, has definitely been like super useful in always having that straw on me. And even um. I bought a reusable utensil kit mm. uh, a year ago, and I keep that in my purse too, and then I transfer it over it into my backpack when I'm in school, and that also mm. helps me stop using any plastic utensils around campus, um, or even when I go out, if I get to go food, I don't have to, you know, use the plastic uh, utensils that they give me because I have my own. So that's that's another little step if you want to go beyond the straw. <laughs> that's awesome. Actually, this isn't on my list of questions, but do you have any other little tips like that, like that can help people, you know, go eco-friendly? Um, I'd say one that one change that I made um, starting last semester was changing my toothbrushes and mm-hmm. my razor. So like people don't really think of a lot of the things they can do um, in the bathroom besides, you know, take shorter showers. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a lot more than that. So I bought a toothbrush that's compostable after I use it. Um, and then uh, a different type of sponge that's mm-hmm. also able to be compostable after I use it. Um, and buying bar soap instead of the... Yeah, that's a big one. The bottles. Um, and a lot of people, 
like a lot of times people don't remember that you know the shampoo and conditioner and body wash bottles can actually be recycled um oh it's, really yeah um not not a lot of people know that or remember it mm-hmm. and they just throw it right in their little bathroom mm-hmm. trash can but that's that's another big step that people can take and i know that um TerraCycle has specific recycling for i think like toothpaste um, bottles and toothbrushes and then i you know a big company like crest buys that and they reuse that product to make mm. their toothpaste uh, containers again that's actually really awesome to know because like i've never known known what to do with you know toothpaste containers because yeah. i feel horrible throwing them away and like makeup bottles is there anything do you know anything about that or is that just kind of a lost cause um, I think it depends what type of makeup bottle. Um, I know that some makeup bottles are now coming in glass, and so mm. glass is always recyclable, but they may have that plastic lid. Yeah. So it may be a little more complicated than that. Um, but it's always, you know, a Google search away, and I can usually find my answers to anything that I can and can't recycle. Like, I was cleaning out um, my room the other day because I was moving out, and I had a lot of old notebooks, mm-hmm. and I was like, are notebooks recyclable? Like, it's all paper, but then they have that spiral thing mm. on the side. And so I looked it up, and you have to take it specifically to your recycling center, and I was like, I don't really have time for that. But what I did instead is I just ripped all the paper out of the inside of my notebook, and then the the spiral part and the plastic cover I, I threw away. But, you know, instead of just throwing the whole thing away, I just, you know, thought of a little something else that I could do to, to reduce the waste. So I guess being, you know, environmentally conscious is just, you know, thinking a little bit outside the box. Yeah, and even if you don't know what to do, I'm sure someone else has thought about it and asked it, and you can always look it up and, mm-hmm. and find an answer. And um, I guess one actual final thing, if people wanted to get involved with your organization, what should they do? Yeah, so the Zero Waste Wolves is listed on the Get Involved page through NC State, and they can request to be a member, or um, my email should also be on the Get Involved page, and you can email me, and we will be starting up um, at the beginning of the semester again with our... Um, usually meet every other week, and we'd love to have, you know, new members around this semester. Awesome, and I'll put a link up to, I found the website for the the Straw Initiative, I'll put that up on our blog too, so people who want to look more into that can see that, but thank you so much for coming in today. Yeah, of course, thank you for having me. This has been Marissa Jordan for Eye on the Triangle.